reading the Bible can encourage a person in their relationship with the Lord as much as any other spiritual discipline. The Christian Standard Bible is an English translation that strives to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity. The CSB maintains accuracy while remaining easy to read. It is a translation that pastors can feel confident preaching from and the person in the pew can feel comfortable reading from in their own devotional time. The Word of God is living and effective, transforming the hearts of people, and our hope is that CSB is useful in more people being encouraged to read the Bible and share it with others. Learn more at csbible.com. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We, I'm in my mid-year slump. Wow, the mid. <laughs> boy, you're even starting in a mid-year slump. Man, woo. I know. My woo. tail fell off. <laughs> mm, everything. We're, like, that's a cross between Eeyore and Patrick the Starfish. Do you oh, really? Know who that is? I was thinking of um, the Snuffleupagus. Mis- <laughs> <laughs> They're all sort Eeyore. of melancholy. Hello, poo. <laughs> Hello, I lost my tail. Man, that's a drag of a start. Hey, welcome to episode number 135. This is called the Mid-Year Slump. I think lots of us are in mid-year slumps. I, I'm not. I am at the top you of don't my homeschool. flipping world. I don't. So uh, you can be slumpy all you want. That's uh, part right. of our story today. Well, Kendra, you've been a busy little lady. You know that? Well, you've been a busy big guy. Yeah, you've... In 12 days, we <laughs> did Christmas. Guy, lady. 12 days, no, we did Christmas, a about. wedding, and a move. You wrote a book. Are I you did. kidding me? You wrote the book. I wrote but a you've book. Been, you've been busy uh, interviewing. We haven't told our listeners about this. Yeah, so uh, if you guys are familiar with Steve Brown of Key Life Ministries... Steve Brown. Right. <laughs> or as he, he um, describes himself, he's just an old white guy. He has a great network called the Key Life Network, and you can go to keylife.org and pick up that episode from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it It's kind of crazy, Fletch. They they sort of roasted me at the beginning. I know. It was great. They did. They just <laughs> Well, really you were roastable good. because you were <laughs> totally. talking about life stuck in religion. Yeah. My favorite comment was, I don't think I would have liked to hang out with you back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, they great. said that. It was I great. didn't like hanging out with us back then. <laughs> Right. So that's a good one. Go go over to hear that we'll, one. We'll put a link in the show notes. But you were interviewed because they are part and parcel to the publication of this book? They are. So the, the publisher of the book is New Growth Press, and they work with ministries who want to get authors or stories or publications out there for purposes. Uh, that sounds stupid. Of course, books always have purposes, but... This is the one book without a purpose. This has no purpose. Yeah. That it's would like, be like... It's like this fluff time right now. Like, There's no purpose. Right, exactly. I'm thinking like Garfield comic books have no yeah, purpose. Have no yeah, purpose. yeah. But anyways, uh, Key Life Ministries out of Florida, and Steve Brown's been around for a long time. I started listening to him when I was in college. Um, he just 
loves, loves the freedom of the gospel yeah. and what that brings um, in the life of the believer. He's a seminary professor, um, author, old white guy, yeah. and uh, I think you'd love it. It was great to be on that interview and let you hear you on the other side of the mic. Mm. You were rattled. You were totally rattled. <laughs> That's totally why people rattled. should listen to it. At the You're beginning, out in I'm the like, minivan. Uh... Out in the minivan, avoiding our kids in the middle of a move. Yeah. So if you can, if you listen, you can picture this interview. I'm sitting in a dark garage in my van because, as we all know, it is the only place kids won't bug you if they don't know you're there. Yeah. (laughs) You could have been on the toilet, which means you would have been interrupted the whole time, the entire time. Fingers under the door, pretty much. Um, I do want to say one more thing quickly. Uh, You offended probably a lot of Garfield readers, and if you read Garfield, I'm sorry for you. Okay, me, Dilbert. Dilbert's pretty pointless. What else? No, there's a lot of Dilbert people. There, a lot of people love Dilbert. You gotta, Garfield's pretty close. Mm, Kathy. Kathy, yeah, that's pretty Kathy. purposeless. <laughs> that's not even a thing anymore. I don't think I so. I don't think any newspapers publish Kathy. You know the thing? You know where I was just remembering where fluff came from? I mean, we had a, a reader who said, Too enough with fluff. the fluff. And you're like, well, there can never be enough fluff. But um, oh. this really kind of comes from the idea of Jerry Seinfeld starting a show about nothing. nothing. <laughs> So uh, we were kind of like George and Jerry, yeah. just talking about just nothing. Following in their footsteps. You have another interview coming up with them, though, and mm-hmm. we'll be on uh, a quick little trip. So I'm looking forward to where you do that one. There'll be no kids with us, but I have a feeling you're going to be in a bathroom. <laughs> Probably. Trying to get away from me. I'll so. be sitting by the pool in Arizona. All right. Well, um, <sighs> that's enough fluff to talk about. Uh, it's just the busyness of the season. And then on top of it, you are launching this book, and we're super excited to get it out. And we are. There's a, pre, a pre-launch if people want to read about it. It's over at Amazon. We can put a link if people want to. Yeah, and actually you can go to my website, which is KendraFletcher.com, and it's right there. I can't wait till it comes Front out because I'm going to interview you on the show. <laughs> Everybody knows that's the story. But, but, uh, yeah, we did an episode called "Losing Our Religion." Yeah, uh, that's and that's, much. that's a lot cool. of the story. We can put that in the show notes For too. Sure. So if you're okay. interested in, like, what are they talking about? What about this book? What about losing our religion? What is? The, what do they think? We'll put it all in the notes. Okay. So if you click on the on your phone or whatever your listening device, you'll you'll see a hot link right to these topics. So everything from the book to key life to did we mention something else? I feel like we mentioned. We'll we'll put everything in there for you. Okay. There'll be links for everything. All right. Are you ready to get on with our show? Let's do it. Well, I got a bad, bad feeling that the worst is yet to come. All right, Ken, do you know what that song was that I just led into this with? You bet I do. So I'm a big Keb Mo fan, so... You, you know Kevin. Yeah, we saw him live. We did. In Modesto, California. He was one of my bucket list concert people, and when he they said he was coming here, I was so excited, and we got great tickets, and he's so good. So good. So if you like any kind of blues, jazz, well, not really jazz, but like a, he's just blues, good American blues, um, Keb Mo, K-E-B. He's been playing, you know, well, we, well, you'll see a note on where you can Keb buy the song he just sang. Mo. But the song is what? <laughs> the worst is yet to come. <laughs> now we're talking about mid-year slumps. Do you know about Blue Monday? I do know about Blue we Monday. We talked about it this we week. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what Blue Monday is, you can do a quick Google search, but we'll tell you very quickly. Blue Monday is calculated as the most depressing day of the year. It's typically the third Monday 
in January. Yeah. Well, and everybody's put their Christmas decorations away, right? And the bills And the bills coming. are due. Mm-hmm. And it tends to be cold and gray. And there uh-huh. really is nothing on. I mean, we're starting to watch Excuse Australian me? Open. I know. And we're getting <laughs> ready for NBA. First uh, tennis Grand Slam is on. But yes, most NFL, people aren't tennis players. Yeah, NFL yeah, finals. But there's this lull in what's going on. And, and Valentine's this, Day really, I don't know. Do people look forward to that? I don't really. No, I don't think for that's years. Like that. <gasps> Can't wait till Valentine's yeah. Day. I always felt like a Jewish person trying to celebrate Easter, you know, until I met you. Got <laughs> some Valentine's now Day? I feel, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> until I met you. Now <laughs> I'm like, you know. Yeah. Why? Because I make Christian orange. Easter. <laughs> I mean, I make orange. Okay, I can't even think. Okay, so red dinners. Yeah. Did that one year. Red Hot's in the oatmeal. There's yes. a lot of ideas. So Cute. let's get off the Pinterest. This is the most depressing time. And it's also a time where homeschoolers can slump. Totally. They're trying to get their feet back under them because, you know, a lot of homeschoolers take the month of December off, you know, or yeah. chunks of it. Yes. And you're about halfway through the year. Um, I think I always calculate by the end of January, we are halfway through our curriculum that is, you know, a year long curriculum. So yeah, you, you really are halfway there and it seems like mornings are dark. Get up in the morning. It's like the middle of the night. It's so dark <laughs> and cold and my bed is warm. And I mean, everybody's relating to this unless you're south of the equator. Yeah. So, um, so if you yeah, are this mom, a homeschooling parent, mm-hmm. uh, cause dads can have it as well. I mean, and you're just in the slump and you're like, Oh, we're never going to get to May, June, July, whenever right. does you end. Um, what are the ideas we have? We're going to keep this show short because you know what we've heard from our listeners is they want short and easy and fun. So mm. first idea. Okay. So very first of all, you need to give yourself permission to make things very easy. That's what I'm the first thing I'm going to say. So you have to keep homeschooling. That's that's a given, right? We've got to keep up with the math and we've got to keep up with all those subjects. Um, but simplify. Yeah. If craft projects stress you out, don't do them. Just yeah. don't. Just don't do it. And if you bought all the supplies to do them, then put them on the table and say, enjoy creating, kiddos. Yeah. And remember, <laughs> but I'm not going to direct this or make a big educational thing out of it or whatever. And simplify meals. Yeah. Simplify meals. This is a slump. And yeah. when, if you think about like a slump, you get in a slump, go back to the basics. Right. You know, go back to learning how to swing that golf club. Right. You know, if you're in a, I was thinking like a golf slump. Sure. You learn how to putt again. You learn how to, and I don't even yeah. play golf people, so be impressed that I'm giving this <laughs> as an example. But go back to the basics and, and like yeah. you said, keep it simple. Get, make things easy. Yeah. And, and I'm saying like, you know, I've had conversations with our kids over the years uh, that l- literally I'm saying... Stop complaining that you've had cereal for breakfast every morning this week. The Pilgrim children had it for three months straight. <laughs> you know, so like give them a little perspective. This isn't, the, shut the diner down. You're not a, a diner. You're not a restaurant. Just shut the kitchen down unless that's where you find some joy. Yeah. And if baking cookies in the afternoon, oh, that sounds good. I think I'll do that this afternoon. Baking cookies sound like something that puts a little wind in your sails, then go for it. But other than that, simplify. What about the idea, the second idea of the permission to take a break. Yes, absolutely. Because this is not a nine to five job. No, homeschooling doesn't start at nine. Mm-mm. Well, and homemaking. <laughs> so, you know, by the time, even if you had kids in school, by the time you've got people home and dinner and you are the after hours, everything, mom. So 
give yourself permission during the day when it works best for you. Um, often that for me is, is sometime in the afternoon before the dinner time rush. So then give yourself permission to turn on the TV or to grab a book and a cup of coffee or to take a walk or to put your earbuds in or whatever it is. Get those kids situated doing something and give yourself permission to take a break. Again, remember this is a slump and you're right. trying to get out of a slump and part of it is I need to rejuvenate. Yes, So that's right. Cut off from homeschooling and rejuvenate. Right. Like get, get the enthusiasm back, however that takes. So I love this idea. Uh, and I know Kendra does this. She doesn't do it well, people. I don't. She does not I give don't. herself the and I feel, to take I feel a break. super guilty if I sit. Like what I'm saying to you, I need to preach to myself because I feel guilty yeah. if I and sit down in the afternoon. And nothing can make us more bitter as your family when we say, go take a break, and you don't. Yeah. Because you're like, this, we did this oh, for you. I have you. to do this, and I have to do that, yeah. and this needs to be done. And I'm, you know what? Here's the deal. We're not God, so there's really nothing that has to be controlled. Number three, let's get to the gospel. You need to tell yourself the truth. And what's the truth? Well, I think this is the time of the year when all of the doubts can can come to the surface because we're in this slump and we're beginning to think negative thoughts um, like, oh, it's, you know, spring is never going to come. I'm, oh, it's raining outside. And, oh, well, I mean, in our case, we had a massive tree fall down in the neighborhood on a house a couple of days ago. I mean, like, things just seem dark and depressing and sad. And it's easy to tell ourselves things like, I'm doing a terrible job at this. Why did I think I could homeschool? I'm not a good mom. Um, I got a very heartfelt and, and, sad message last night from a girlfriend whose child pulled something completely disrespectful with an adult in their life. And she just, it was just a total downer. So I think this is the time of year that those thoughts easily infiltrate. And so this is the time where we have to stop and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What is the truth? What's the truth? The truth is I'm not a loser. The truth is when God looks at me, he sees the perfection of Jesus. The truth is he called me to do this homeschooling thing and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities and God's going to take care of all the rest and fill in the gaps where I am lacking because he is enough. So tell yourselves those truths. Now, I also want to say tell yourself the truth, but I want to tell yourself the truth that you know what? It, it, it could be a dark time. Mm-hmm. You actually could be depressed. So number four for me is tell yourself the truth. Recognize the fact that, you know, this is a glum time sometimes. Yes. I mean, you are in the middle of winter. It's dark. I have some friends who are prone to depression um, in in this time of year, and they reach out mm-hmm. to me. So um, it's like recognize the fact that, yeah, you can be influenced by weather, temperature, time of year, just burdened of like, I can't see May. I mean, yeah, if you're like me, absolutely. you know what day I look forward to every year. It's June 20th, 21st, you know, the longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite day of the mm-hmm. year. So December 20, 21st for me, that's my least favorite day. Yeah, It makes me very bummed out. Um, second thing, or the, not second thing, the second of my points, but this is point number five. Um, I said, and this is, you know, our, our, Listeners like when we kind of disagree on things. I said, go seek community because I think <laughs> you need a team of people around you to encourage you. And that's what I was saying with my friends. They get, they can get into some depressed mode. So even on this Monday, on Blue Monday, I texted a friend and said, hey, don't let the day dictate who you are. Remember who you are in Jesus. Mm. Um, but I said, you need community to come around you. And Kendra's like, mm, 
extrovert. <laughs> I laughed. I mean, that was literally your first point on the whiteboard and straight out of the gates community. I was like, oh, <laughs> you are such an extrovert. And and you were saying that's a disagreement. I don't think that's a disagreement. I mean, we're not, I'm not saying you're wrong and you're not saying I'm wrong. We have different needs as people. And that's another thing to recognize as well. If you are a, um, if you're a homeschooling mom or dad who thrives in community and needs people around you and needs that encouragement, oh, by all means, gather people together, go to that co-op, um, you know, mom's night out or, or whatever it is, um, that, that just gets you around people and, and can buoy you and all of that. Um, but if you're the consummate introvert as I am, you know, I want to shut my door and, um, drink some hot tea or maybe take a bubble bath and just have no input yeah. <laughs> from any other voices. So I do too. It's okay. Yeah. Just yeah. with a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you want to do that like at like a, a very, ex, very, very loud restaurant. Yeah. Um, okay. So my last point, and this is dads, you need to step up. And sometimes uh, for yourself, for your family, you know what? Very literally go find the sun. You know, I, there's something to be said if you mm. are in a slump yeah. because it's gray and dark and cold. Uh, and I'm not talking about uh, just a school slump, but you're just bummed. Like go find the sun. I know in Central Valley, California, and I'm being very specific to us. We need to drive up the hills to get above the fog line. And we get up to the foothills, like, you know, we've talked about where Caroline's Coffee is, up in, up in the California gold country. It's blue and gorgeous. Yeah. Like, right. gorgeous. Right. Or we get out to the coast, and it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But the Central Valley can just be glum. And or you, go to the tanning bed. I yeah, mean, that can be wherever you are. Anywhere you can you know, find some sun, yeah. Unless you're those yeah. listeners that are south of the border or something. Oh, they write in occasionally, whatever. and they're like, well... I never see the rain here and sunny, whatever. <laughs> Somebody yeah. writes in, I think it's Lori. I think she's the one that always writes in from Houston. She's yeah, like, yeah. What's snow? And I'm yeah. like, Lori, <laughs> Lori you're bragging say. about Houston. <laughs> and then there are times like when it's hurricane season or it's raining, I'll, I will write back to you and say, what rain? Oh, you know, Houston knows rain. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and I have one more point, Fletch, that we didn't talk about earlier, but it just came to mind. And, and so take this with a grain of salt, but as a, as a big sister, perhaps in your life, young homeschooling person, um, gray paint is very in right now. Um, everybody's painting their walls gray. Let me tell you what, if I lived in a gray house, it would sink me in January and February. So paint those walls. The podcast office of uh, (laughs) homeschooling in real life has moved to Fletcher dentistry, which is all gray walls. So thank you. uh, Yeah. It would just be hard for me to live in sterile. It's a dental office. But you, you, if you're in a home environment that's sort of depressing, paint some color on those walls or, or put some, some darling picture, your little preschooler painted in all bright colors up on the fridge. And okay. So you added number smile. seven, paint your walls non-gray. I'm adding number eight. <laughs> I'm Get a saying. dog because dogs make me happy. Are we just going to keep adding numbers here? Learn to knit. Number nine. Number 10, drink coffee. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. A little cranberry lime vodka. Oh my goodness. This is <laughs> getting, teasing. we are off the rails. Kebmo, you need to take us out of here. Okay, wait though. I'm going to just say, Fletch, just to wrap it up, find those things that make you happy. Yeah. That's how you get out of a slump. And actually, just next, back to basics. Hey, yep. quick, easy show for you. And uh, those are our advice. We'd love to hear what you get gets you out of a slump. So how are you going to reach us? Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. And I will post that question this week. We'd love to hear how you get out of a slump. Yeah. And if you just want to make it easy, head on over to homeschoolingirl.com. All of our social media connections are there. 
all of our, uh, you know, what do we do? What do we, we Pinteresting and tweeting and tweeting. Instagram. Instagram. You can follow the yep. studio dogs, which aren't going to be here anymore because it's, it's the new studio. <laughs> we do have a cat. We do. We brought but the we cat to the new We never talk about her. House. There's no reason Some to. People. We have a letter from Don't a listener people. as we wrap up the show. Yep, this came on iTunes as a five-star review. Thank you, A-Monk, A-M-U-N-C, A-Monk, 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 yes, A-M-U-N-C, says, I started listening about a year ago to learn more information about homeschooling. Our oldest is three, so we will be starting to homeschool soon enough, and the topics are great. I've learned so much and look forward to it each week. I listen in on laundry days. I fold while the kids nap. Makes laundry day more bearable. Love, Kendra and Fletch. Hey, right on. Yeah. Don't fold the socks. <laughs> Just create a sock drawer and throw all the socks in a sock drawer. We did that for years. Yep. That's, that's our piece of advice. Two I, socks makes a pair. That's a great review. If you want to leave a review, you can click on the screen, head on over to iTunes. We have a simple, easy way for you to do that. We, we need to hear from you. I, I want to hear what you think of what's going on uh, with our new short shows. Um, I had a, a, light, a, a, I had a reader write in and said that she listens to us in the shower. Hey. Hey, so that's cool. scrub up if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, shampoo. Yeah, so that's kind of good. I was like, I'd like to know that, you know, we're keeping these shorter. shorter. You, you're going to have to wash quick faster. Shower. Quick, yeah, quick, quick shower. Quick. You're going to save money. <laughs> All right, next week we will be back with a brand new show and potentially some new sponsors for the Homeschooling and Real Life podcast that we're excited about. We will talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com. dot